Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Catholic voice in America. On this show, I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like why the world isn't working right now. The Protestant Reformation is over. Christians now have more commonalities than differences, yet evil is spreading and the enemy is winning because we're still fighting each other over self-righteous labels and high-level theology. If you disagree with me, then you're part of the problem. Listen, as Christians, we're all baptized into God's family. We all want heaven, and we all struggle with the same human brokenness. United we stand, divided we fall, it's that simple. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who was almost murdered twice. But God spared me because he had a higher purpose for my life. My mission is to unify Christians everywhere. This show was created for you, the person who wants to be accepted and loved and reminded that God has a higher purpose for your life. Let's get started. Today, my featured guest is Ilana Christopher. Christopher. And she's the self-care vigilante. That's right. She's the self-care vigilante. She'll tell you what that means. Don't you worry. She inspires leaders and coaches to bring their best body and voice forward while serving others. She believes that prosperous self-care is vital to public health and safety. And yes, world harmony. An evangelical atheist. I, I said that. Evangelical atheist. For 33 years of her life, Ilana became Catholic on her 34th birthday and five months before 9-11. Despite illnesses, injuries, and isolation, Ilana is now fit, fabulous, and 50-plus. Her journey from groaning to glowing has brought hope and laughter to many with chronic pain, addiction, and gender dysphoria. Creator of the Tap into the Universe for Recovery book series and the Instant Gratitude Collection, Ilana has tons of fun helping people cultivate self-compassion and laughter to feel fantastic in their body no matter what. And BC Nation, I know you need this because some of you take yourselves way too seriously and you cause all this internal suffering within yourself. So we're going to get into Ilana's faith story today, what God's been doing in her life, what he wants to do in yours. Ilana, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Oh, thank you, Joseph. Uh, I am tickled pink. Well, I'm wearing pink, but (laughs) I'm tickled pink to be here. Thank you so much. And I appreciate your boldness, man. Uh, You are bold. You are a bold individual. And I am thrilled to be the vigilante with you because I understand that you practice self-care rigorously as well because, you know, this mind-body-spirit connection, there's no separation. There is Mm. no separation. And if we think our wallets are separate from that, we need to rethink that. We need to relearn that because... Um, what I've experienced is that through the darkness of, well, I thought I was in the light, but apparently I wasn't. When you read for 33 years, I was an evangelical atheist. Um, I was very verbal. Mm. I communicated. I was that little girl on the playground in the sandbox telling other children that their parents lied to them, that there's no such thing as Santa Claus, 
There's no such thing as the Easter Bunny, and there's no such thing as God. Wow. All right, let's pause right there because you're jumping right into the story. We're going to get into that. But before we do, uh, BC Nation, you can find Ilana at fieldofchoices.com. That's fieldofchoices.com. Go check her out. And Ilana, take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Hmm. Well, I am finally comfortable in my body, and it's not just because I've been able to connect with God, work with God, partner with God, and allow God to help me navigate the medical healthcare system and mm. the wide variety, because I, you know, I'm on this bridge that connects traditional Western medicine and Eastern practices, and there are many other people along on this bridge with me. Um, but I also am comfortable in my own body because ever since I was young, I thought I was a boy. I felt like a boy. I felt mm. like a guy in a chick's body. I apologize if it's not correct. Um, we don't apologize on my show. <laughs> okay, no apologies. Um, so, 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 so tell me more about that, right? So, because this is a, a, a major thing right now, gender dysphoria and young kids having these similar feelings that you had as a, a young girl and saying, I, I look like this gender, but I feel like that gender. There's obviously something wrong with me, um, right? And, and now they're wrestling with identity, Mm -hmm. And when you wrestle with identity, that's your foundation of everything for your life mm -hmm. going forward. And if your foundation is crooked, broken, uh, not stable, you're headed for a life of suffering, I believe, right? So speak to us about that. Like, first off, what, what was that like for you? And then second, how did you make a transition and, and really accept, like, put aside those feelings and accept what was true and real that... Your, your physiology was female. Joseph, I was angry. Every time I looked in the mirror, what I thought I was supposed to see did not match. Hmm. I was proven over and over again that I was wrong because I looked in the mirror and it didn't match. Then, of course, with everyone around me talking about God, I hmm. thought, well... <laughs> There is no God, but if there is, somebody made a mistake. Somebody pressed the wrong key on that keyboard and made this huge error, and now I'm suffering. And mm -hmm. so you're very right about how this has affected my entire identity, the foundation, my decision-making process, my emotional well-being, and this disconnect you know, um, really affected all areas of my life because I was pissed. Mm. How much did that anger within you where you felt, well, if there is a God, he pressed the wrong creation key on me, right? And, and now you're angry at him. How much did that play into you wanting or to not believe he even existed? And if so, why? Well, I had exposure to a wide variety of faiths, religions, 
And I want to stress that there is a huge, in my eyes, there's a huge difference between spirituality and religion. And I was not exposed to spirituality growing up. I was exposed to a variety of religions. I had many friends of different faiths mm. that went to, you know, catechism, that went to Sunday school, that went to um, classes and, and temple, et cetera, et cetera. And the, the thing was, uh, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg? W did my anger come first because nothing made sense to me when mm. I looked in the mirror? Or was it that, you know, all my friends and neighbors who went to church and had all kinds of connections uh, to a God um, that I, you know, rejected because of that? I don't know which came first. Mm. It was a it was a very strong combination, very strong combination. Got it. Yeah, sometimes it's not simple, right? It's, it's not simple to identify. And BC Nation, if you're going through what Ilana went through as a child, and, and that's your now, and you're wrestling with that, you know, this is why she's on the show. This is why I invited her on is because I want real stories of real humans that are struggling, that that started broken and by leaning into God, even when they didn't feel the feelings of faith, they didn't feel the feelings of feeling lovable. They leaned in anyway, pure act of faith, and God met them there and somehow has transformed their lives. So these are before and after stories that are real so that you can really lean into God is alive and he's working in lives and whatever you're struggling with and wrestling with, he's there. He's there. There's nothing too big for him. Your problem or situation is not bigger than our God. He's bigger. So Alana, what shows up for you in that, in your own personal story? God was always there and I didn't know it. Tell and, me more about that. Well, it was, well, I've had a long journey of not only being angry, uh, not being treated the way I thought I needed to be or that I should have been treated, not being allowed to do a lot of things that, you know, girls can't do that. Da, 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 da. Mm. Um, I don't want to go into the whole long laundry list of social expectations of, or, and this is back in the 60s, right? This is, times are, I don't want to, I I'll stop here. I won't compare what it's like to deal with discrimination today versus mm. I'll just speak from my own experience. Sure, please. In the 60s and the 70s, um, I was continuously told, you know, you need to be more ladylike. You need to wear skirts and dresses because young ladies do that. And I, you know, those conversations just fell on deaf ears because I'm like, oh, well, where's the young lady? You know, who, who are they talking to? Because <laughs> you're not I'm talking like, to me. Oh, no, not me. Because um, I was out there playing field hockey and wrestling and doing all kinds of things uh, in, the, in the woods that little girls were not supposed to. And I didn't care. And I was a boy anyway, so it didn't matter. That was just a. So let me ask you, let me ask you this, because back then the term for that was a tomboy. 
And it was perfectly normal for some girls to have this tomboy, um, not that they were a boy, but that they behaved somehow like boys, right? They were very athletic and gifted with, with that. And, and they love sports. They crave sports. And they weren't into all the dolls and Barbies and all that dress up and everything like that. So how, how is what you went through different than just that tomboy experience that many of us are familiar with? That is a beautiful question. Thank you. There is a huge distinction. You know, I was called a tomboy and they couldn't understand my preferences. Um, the huge difference is that it's one thing to like doing a lot of things that boys and guys and men um, have typically socially accepted, you know, enjoyed. It's another thing to feel like the body is wrong. Mm. It's, it's, they did not know because I did not know how to express myself that, uh, here's a good example. As an adult, I was watching a movie with a special person and we were talking about breast implants, right? And, and I said, Hey, no worries. I'm never getting that done because I don't even know what to do with these, you know, and I was in my forties already. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the disconnect, the, the, what am I doing in this body? It was really tremendous, especially when I was in the tile layer union. I was a, I don't know if I told you, but yeah, I was a union tile layer back in the day. And Boy, did I wish I had the body I was supposed to have been born in. Wow. All right. So I'm really getting this. And, and, and please know, right, if someone hasn't gone through your experience, it's almost going to be like they're speaking English and you're speaking, pardon the term, Japanese. Right? Just two different languages altogether, right? So the experience is, is different. And, it, and, you know, there's the sympathy feeling and then there's the empathy feeling. Right. And, and learning to put yourself in someone's shoes. Well, how do you do that when you haven't gone through what they've gone through and the pain and discrimination and suffering and all that stuff that you've gone through? So I can't really meet you there, mm-hmm. but I can meet you in um, what we all share, which is a feeling of hopelessness, uh, the feelings of being lost, mm-hmm. being confused feeling of being beat down, um, ostracized. That is a shared human experience. Tell me how you took all of that, somehow brought it to God, and now have become uh, the woman that I see in front of me, God's precious daughter, who was always there, but now is at peace with the identity that her heavenly father has given her. It wasn't a magic wand, that's for sure. It took a process. It was a long journey. And you mentioned, well, when you read my bio, I, um, I, I did experience a miracle. I did experience series, a series of miracles that were not my gender related, but that brought me to understanding there's a being, there is a spirit that is beyond me, 
beyond my body, beyond my consciousness. And it's a very loving spirit, mm. a very loving, compassionate spirit. And I found that one day, uh, actually several days, but one day I was driving down Winchester Boulevard in San Jose and part of Silicon Valley, for those of you who are um, in the South Bay listening to this or watching this. And I was driving and I looked to my right and I saw a Safeway that I had passed many times. And all of a sudden, I felt a hand just take my chin and gently turn it to the left while I was driving. <laughs> yeah, I was at the wheel. And it was a very gentle but quick movement. And I had already passed St. Lucy's. St. Lucy's, you said? So a yeah, church? St. Lucy's. It was a church. Okay. It was a Catholic church. And it was not on my radar. But mm. guess what? On that morning, it became on my radar. And I, several days later, decided to stop by that church. And I wandered in, and I wandered into the chapel in the back where they held a, a mass service. This was during the weekday. Mm. And I heard music in the pouring of and the breaking of the bread. Just all of it was mus music to me. The sounds were so delightful. I felt peace. And I decided to come back again and experience that music. And day after day, I kept coming back. And I finally made the decision to enroll in the adult reconciliation, the adult program, RCIA, to become baptized Catholic. But even then, at that point, even after having been baptized in 2001, the gender thing, I was not at peace with. Mm. So I, you know, for anyone who, who's out there thinking, well, you know, maybe if I believe in God, or maybe if I become Catholic, or maybe if I become baptized, no, it's not about that. I want to be clear. It's not about that. You also know, I believe, uh, for those of you who don't know, I've been in 12-step recovery for many years. Did you say 12-step recovery? 12-step recovery, right. Yep. For many years. And I was not able to accept that I had a problem at all. I just thought that I was living a lifestyle that's different than what other people were living. And they just couldn't accept it. Like they couldn't accept the fact that I'm really a, a boy, a guy, a man. And I happened to look this way. Um, so through lots of flushing out, looking at my true feelings on the inside and developing a relationship with a power that is not me, a power that is compassionate and forgiving enough that is teaching me to forgive myself. I was able to, over time, gently, gently be tender with myself, to be loving toward myself, to be compassionate, to speak in a language that is completely different than the language in my head that I grew up with and that I spent 33 years of my life 
beating myself up and putting myself mm. down. So let me, let me pause you right there. First off, beautiful story, right? And how God just pulled you in to his house, to the father's house, the church, as you're driving, um, and where you experience this sensation of uh, sweet music, uh, that just connects with you. And BC Nation, if you're listening right now and you're like, oh, well, that's great for Ilana, but it really doesn't resonate with me, that's totally fine. That was the experience that was right for her, that God created for her, that resonated with her. God has one for you if you're going through this, right, and you're struggling with this. The point being, though, is that God does not want you suffering in that uh, gender dysphoria and that wrestling in your mind and, and who am I? Why am I like this? And living in this almost permanent state of anger. Mm -hmm. That's not of God, not those feelings, right? So learning to bring it to him. And Alana, I really want you just to get real for a moment. And we only have a few minutes left. I mean, the show goes that fast. Okay. Uh, but I want you to, to take us home here. And what did you, what was that prayer, that initial prayer? What did it look like where you took all that anger over 30 something years worth and you brought it to God, your heavenly father, maybe it was at the church one day and you just dropped it and you said, why this, why this, why did you do this? It's not fair, whatever. What did that look like? Like if you could just share that prayer. Share that prayer. Even if it was angry, I think angry prayers are some of the most powerful prayers because they're real. What did that look like? It was, God, if you're there, and I think you are, I'm tired. I'm really, really tired. I'm not sure where to go. I don't know what to do. And I surrender. And I surrender, not because I'm weak, but because I know you made me to be strong. Can you show me who I really am? Please. I'm willing. I'm willing to see who I really am. I'm really willing to walk the path you've given me. And I accept it. I accept your love. I accept your strength. I accept your compassion and please teach me how to forgive myself because even though I know you've already forgiven me, I am struggling with forgiving myself for all that I have done and all that I have not yet done. Ilana, Ilana, let me just say, I get why you've been healed. That's the prayer. That's the prayer, BC Nation. Whatever you're struggling with, whether it's gender dysphoria, self-harm, whatever the thing is, suicidal thoughts, again, you're not alone in those feelings of hopelessness, loss, beat down, ostracized. We all go through with just different situations. This is Ilana's situation she's sharing with you. But the prayer is the same. It's Father, God, I surrender. I'm tired. I don't want to carry it anymore. It's too big for me. I don't know what to do with it. I surrender. Show me. Teach me. I give up. I give up with a pointed finger up. I give up to you. I give it all to you. And this is where God now has permission 
from your lips to enter your heart and heal all those wounds of brokenness. But God waits for you to give him permission. Why? Because he gave you free will. He gave you two gifts, life and free will, to choose what you want. And he waits for you to give your free will to his will. And until you do, he will never cross over that. He will never trump it because he loves you that much. You have to choose him. And when you say, I surrender and I give you permission, Father, boom, he enters in. BC Nation, you can have it too. Ilana, beautiful. Thank you for that share. That is more powerful than you could imagine. This is what people are, are hurting for and they don't know how to access God. And that's what it looks like, that simple prayer. All right, so let's wrap this up. Um, my favorite part of the show, but we're speaking with Ilana Kristeva. Um, you can find her at fieldofchoices.com. That's fieldofchoices.com. Ilana, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the confession round. This is where I'm going to ask you 12, uh, 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Ilana, what's your favorite thing about God? God is so full of yummy surprises. <laughs> yummy surprises. I agree. What's your least favorite thing about God? Hmm. Be real. We yeah. all got something. Yeah. Uh, that, huh? Come on, TikTok girl, favorite. TikTok. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just have so much gratitude for God. It, that is, uh, I got it. It could, it, it could literally look like I'm not, my least favorite thing about God is that he gives us free will. Right. And then it, it took me this long to use it because I didn't even know to use it. I don't know. Maybe something like that. No, it was great that he gave us free will. But anyhow, um, you want to say, okay. Um, I'm not letting you off the hook. Answer yeah. The question. Okay. All right. So where does God suck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, man, I really think the moon should be a lot closer to planet Earth. Got it. I Clear. Here. Yeah. Elena, what are you most afraid of, Ilana? Um, being called the wrong way. No, just kidding. Um, what am I most afraid of? Getting in my own way, getting in God's way. It sucks. It's Got sick. that. What did you spend way too much time doing in your 20s? Um, I Everything except relying on God. <laughs> Solid answer. What secret fear do you have about people? That people will self-destruct. Mm, got that. What do you wish you had learned sooner about God? That God is really creative and I wish I had learned how to accept that earlier. Mm. Got that. What's a new habit you want to form? I would love to a new habit. Regularly trying new outdoor adventures. On our new out basis. Yeah, new outdoor adventures. Love it. What's a bad habit you want to break? 
cussing at my computer. Yeah, stop <laughs> cussing at your computer. And BC Nation, just so you know, she may or may not have been doing that before she got on this show because all technology did not work. Her mm -hmm. Mac didn't work, which normally works every day up until today's show. And then her PC didn't work. And we're actually connected on her phone right now. So just know sometimes the enemy will block God's love showing up in the world. He will do whatever he can. He'll use technology, everything from Elon coming on this show and sharing this message of God's love and truth into your life. And uh, pick three words to describe who you are now. I am solid. I am solid. Pick three words to describe who you were before you experienced God and invite him deeply into your heart like you did. Queen of darkness. Queen of darkness. Whoa, that's intense. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Love yourself right now. Love yourself, BC Nation, because God loved you first. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with God versus not? Having a relationship with God pays off in all areas of your life. It's paid off in all areas of my life and having gratitude for everything, including something that looks awful. Mm. I challenge you to transform something that you perceive as awful into something awesome because mm. there's light and dark everywhere. Universal law of polarity, light and dark. You know, where there is tragedy, triumph is around the corner. And I am living proof of that. Yes, you are. Ilana, I believe that you are going to bring God's hope to so many young people going through gender dysphoria right now. I believe your calling is in that. That's why God allowed you to go through that life experience. You've been on both sides of the fence. You've seen it, you've felt it, you know exactly what they're going through and you could speak right to it. And through God's grace and mercy, you've been brought out the other end and you could show them how to do it too, how to get there. I believe that's, that's your thing. All right, so we're speaking with Ilana Kristeva. And Ilana, um, what, you have a gift for BC Nation. What's, uh, what's your gift and where can they find it? Yes, my gift is... Instant gratitude, 365 days of grace, ease, and laughter. It is a daily reader that you can come on to. Do you have a pencil? Instant gratitude now. I-N-S-T-A-N-T. Gratitude, G-R-A-T-I-T-U-D-E. Now, N-O-W.com. And come pick up your your complimentary ebook so you can sign up there access your ebook and use this hey i have daily gratitude expressions there you can write your own as well and in addition to that put down your top three priorities for the day your action items you can uh, 
you know, really collect your thoughts on the pages. Okay, so instantgratitudenow.com. Thank you. BC Nation, go get your copy right there. Get your free ebook from Ilana. She's so generous with her time, her talent, her treasure. Go, go get that now. And do you love listening to the show, Broken Catholic? Do you love guests like Ilana who are coming on and sharing their raw humanity, their struggles, their brokenness, their vulnerability, so that you can journey forward to God's love the way she has? Do you love that? If you do, go subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher.com. And put in a, a five-star review. Write a review about the show. Write something kind about Ilana and, and how she showed up today for you. And I also invite you, if you're struggling with some of these things, reach out to her personally. Or, you know, I offer spiritual coaching. You could go to josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Jump on a spiritual clarity call with me. And we're going to get clear on what do you want in your life right now? And if we want to work together. So go check that out, josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Ilana, thank you for being on this show today on BC, on Broken Catholic. You really showed up. You're a powerful woman of God, a daughter of God. I clearly see what you're up to in the world. And I think God is using you, girls. So keep up the great work. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Joseph. Have a blessed day. Cheers. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.